Hello and welcome to Plot Trust. This is another edition of Errata, not Erotica. <laughs> so these are the ones where we talk about the things that we maybe got wrong or the things that are sort of on topic, but but not really, so they don't make it into an episode. Yeah, so there's always a couple of outtakes maybe and, and other, you know, narratives. I'm sure we'll include some more discussion of Naked Lady in this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but basically, okay. So when we read The Care and Taming of a Rogue, I talked about Sir Richard Francis Burton. Yes. I just want to tell you a little bit more about him in case you're interested. Because I, I, you know, I was looking him up. And did you know what his nickname was, Lane? I didn't. Ruffian Dick. So. That's tough. It is, but I, I like, loved it. It just, there's an implication. Yeah. No. <laughs> I was. So apparently, Rupert Everett made a travel documentary about him, and he called him a Victorian sex explorer. <laughs> Did you know that Colin Firth and Rupert Everett can't stand each other? Did not know that. Yes, they were in Shakespeare in Love together. They were. And couldn't even be on set together. Like, no one knows why, but they, like, hate one Very another. Very interesting, because I love them both. I know. But and I Colin Firth's wife is leaving him, which... I know. Please explain how and why to me. And it's really sad. He's so perfect. He, yeah, I know. Anyway, they don't get along. <sighs> he translated 1001 Nights. Really? He did. Okay. And we're, I'm sorry, we're not talking about Colin Firth here. We're talking about Ruffian Dick. <laughs> Sir Francis Burton. <laughs> Sir Richard Francis Burton. Yep. Uh, and look, I know that I talked about him and like was like super into him and, and said, oh, he's like an anthropologist, one of the first anthropologists. Mm -hmm. I mean, that said, yeah, he was also racist, like most Victorian people. Like most explorers of that era. Yeah. Like, not that that's a defense, but I kind no, of No, I mean, I'm not racist. defending him. I'm just acknowledging that even though he, when you read his stuff nowadays, it's slightly more acceptable than other explorers, he still was totally a racist. Yeah, that's a rough scale. Um, but he did write about the sexual customs of the people that he visited. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Cliff's notes on Cliff. Sir Richard Francis Burton. Please only refer to him as Ruffian Dick. I, I know. Like, I, I love him. I love him. And again, I think it is because I read Mark Hodder's books. Yes. So, if you're into an acid trip, like literally one of the um, critics called those books Jules Verne on acid. So if you're into, if that sounds cool to you, like check them out. They're really super fun and they will make you get a crush on Ruffian Dick. Do they ever call him Ruffian Dick? Like once or twice. Okay, I was gonna say if they don't, missed opportunity. Yeah, no, they definitely, it was in there and I remember it now. Perfect. Okay. All right, so this is a game Meg devised for me. Yes, so I know that I talked about when we recorded Devil's Bride. <laughs> batshit. Yes. The, the, yes, the batshit. That I said that Stephanie Lawrence has this weird thing with alliteration. And I just wanted to prove it to everyone. Okay. okay. So, okay, yes. Number one, I did make this game up to prove that Majorina English like has real life implications. For your podcast. Okay. Right. So, you know, hey, okay. Especially since I totally slammed um, what's her name and let's get sexual for being a journalism major. So I just want to prove English major, <laughs> obviously superior. Okay. So first, uh, let's talk about what alliterative verse is. So that's what I was trying to talk about. So what in the world is alliterative, alliterative verse? So 
Apparently it's a poem where each line in the poem has at least four stressed syllables as alliterative words. So that'd be words or syllables that start with the same consonant, right? Uh, so Lauren's doesn't always have four stressed syllables, but her sentences are just like crammed full of two to word phrases with the same pattern. So yes, often it's in a sex scene, but it's not exclusive, also it happens other times. So what I did is I went and I found 18 examples of alliterative phrases, nine from Beowulf and nine from one of Stephanie Lawrence's books. I forgot this was Beowulf. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> the Reckless Bride. So Lane, can you confirm that you have read or not read The Reckless Bride? I have never read The Reckless Bride. Okay, perfect. So Lane has never read this. Have you ever read Beowulf? Yeah, like in high school. Okay. And I don't, I think it was one of the like translated Fair. into modern English yeah. ones. Well, I'm not going to be reading the old English. Sorry. Yeah. But I mean like, so I, it was probably 15 years ago. Is that like enough time for I think, us? I okay. think we're okay. I think we're okay. Okay. So uh, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to identify the work that each line comes from. So you have to tell me whether the line I read is from the most famous poem written in Old English, which, yes, is an, ep an epic about a hero who saves his people from death and dismemberment at the hands of a monster. Or is the line from a softcore romance novel whose hero got rich in India as a member of the British Army and East India Company and is now on a mission to keep an Indian cult from reaching British shores? Wait, who's his love interest? Someone, okay, literally, his love interest is someone that he meets on the road between India and England. Is she British? Of, yes. Uh, okay, I don't know if that's more or less racist. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm okay. ready. I, I think I'm going to suck at this, actually. I'm really nervous. Okay, so <laughs> I want to, I'm trying to generate the number. It's a random number so that I, I'm not going in order. So, but anyway. Okay. Some of them are easy, some of them aren't. We'll see. Um, the only thing I edited out was characters' names. I promised the name was not alliterative, so it doesn't have any bearing on the, the, the line. And it would spoil it because I can tell the difference between. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, you know. <laughs> you don't think that Hrolgar is the <laughs> hero of this book? <laughs> I have seen some weird shit. All right, we just it's did this, one with Jedwin. This is true. This is true. Okay, and yes, Beowulf is the Seamus Haney translation. So, okay, All right. great. So, the raid that the Ravager made on the hall. Beowulf. You are correct. Congratulations. That's one for Lane. Who wins? Like, do you win if I get them wrong? How I don't know. Work? I don't know. I don't have... That's a good question. I don't have a prize here. I should have had a prize. No, it's okay. All right. You gave me wine. That's a prize. <laughs> Fair. But character grappled and gripped him hard. Lawrence. That is Beowulf. <laughs> you were like romancy reading really threw me there. <sighs> Look, I have to fool you sometimes. Okay. Okay. Heat and hardness beneath her palms. I'm going to go with Lauren's because there aren't many women in Beowulf. You are correct. You are correct. So it's two, two right, one wrong. Thank you. <laughs> Lure him back to her succulent sweetness. Lauren's. Correct. <laughs> Dark sentinels of the forest flashed by. Beowulf. That is Lauren's. Oh my God. <laughs> this is embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, like, 
Lawrence is a horrible writer. That's what I'm telling you. That's what I'm telling you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Except you're someone who was praised for writing on Goodreads, so. <laughs> Not me. Okay. <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> to win his freedom and flee to the Fens. Beowulf. Correct. Fens, I don't feel like it's a very Lauren word. I don't know. I mean, I mean, that's, that's true. Okay. That's true. Frayed and flapping, he seized the ragged remnants. That could be either. Shit. Uh, Lawrence. You are correct. If I had start, if I had put the subject of that in, you would have known because it was the rains. Oh. <laughs> right <and> flapping. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> the demon delayed not, but quickly clutched. Beowulf. Correct. I was, I was trying to be sneaky there with the demon. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I get it, but yeah. I gotcha. Is this one from that series? No. I didn't think but so. But the sinsters do appear. In this book. I hate everything. Okay. Within and without with iron. Lawrence. Beowulf. Damn it. <laughs> Small, smooth hands sliding across his skin. Lawrence. Correct. <laughs> Savage the strife as the warriors struggled. Beowulf. Correct. Hot flesh, hot blood. Beowulf. Lawrence. Damn it! I thought that was a trick. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, denying you, defying you, delaying you. Lawrence. Correct. <laughs> he swiftly scouted the area. Beowulf. Lawrence. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the son of his sire, he set out. Beowulf. Correct. Good. Good job. <laughs> Although this, if, if, if I had told you this was in the Sinster series. Oh, no, I believe you. The yeah. thing is, I'm not 100% confident about any of these. Soft flesh already firm, firmed even more. Lawrence? Yes. <laughs> that was really bad. Honestly, I went with Lawrence less because of the sexual content and more because that was so bad. Huh. Sprawled in sleep, suspecting nothing, their dreams undisturbed. Beowulf. Correct. <laughs> All right. And then... Ooh, that was it. Did I, how, what was the score? You know, I did a really bad job. <laughs> You're a horrible moderator. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I thought I did a really good job setting it up. You did. I, I need someone to help me, like... Yes or no? I would guess I did better than 50-50. Maybe. You definitely got some wrong. I definitely did. No, I, but I, you said you had all 18 right, total. Right. I don't feel like I missed nine. Look, all we have to do is listen back, this, listen, count it up, and then we'll announce. Okay. Okay. So I got all of them right. I'm sure. 50% right. I'm totally able to tell the difference between a horrible romance novel author and Beowulf. I, I literally was going through and was like, oh my God. I was like, this actually is not all that different. <laughs> no, it's not. Like, and I said the only ones that gave it away were very obvious vocabulary choices. Yes. Or like the, the really garbage ones. Y yeah. Like, I don't think Beowulf has what's the one that I was what, actually... Denying you, defying you, delaying you. <sighs> yeah. So. Oh, man. The numbers were crunched. 
and laying out nearly 60% right on that Lauren's alliteration contest. Yeah, but I mean, I don't really want to accept praise for that because 60% between Lauren... It means you 40% wrong. Yeah, that's embarrassing. That's a <laughs> D, Meg. I've never gotten a D on anything in my whole life. Well, welcome to the real world. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Lauren's, I literally just made Kedgeri. Oh, because she writes about it in all her books mm -hmm. and they all eat Kedgeri. I mean, have you noticed? Yes. They all eat Kedgeri in the morning. And I know it's a seafood thing, so I just ignored it. Yeah. And I was like, I will try this because I'm interested. And it was actually really good. But you know what it is? It's rice with curry and smoked haddock and hard-boiled eggs. And it's like me saying that sounds so gross. It also doesn't sound like breakfast. Yeah. I mean, people eat sausages and stuff for breakfast. So I, I, I eat sausage for breakfast. Yeah. So, I don't know. It doesn't sound like breakfast, and I have not eaten it for like breakfast. Like curried rice for breakfast is not, yeah. yeah. I've eaten it. I actually made two batches because I bought too much, <laughs> too much fish. So we ate it a lot last week. Um, it's pretty good. Like, my husband gave it the thumbs up. I will say I did not make it with smoked haddock because I couldn't find any smoked haddock or kippers, <laughs> as they're known. Could not find any kippers, so I made it with smoked trout. Okay. It was really good. Like, I thought it was good. Lane can't eat fish. Yeah, I was going to say, for listeners who don't know, I have a really bad seafood allergy, so this is not something I will be pursuing on my own oh, yeah. and, and corroborating. Apparently, you can put, like, kielbasa in it. But if it's just curried rice, I can put any meat in it. Like, it's true. It's true. So, But I will say that I liked it, and I will now have a deeper understanding of Stephanie Lawrence's books. I mean, really, that's what we've needed. Uh, if you... If you, by eating this, get some knowledge of her writing, could you tell me what's going on? Cause I'm going to try. I'm going to try next time I read a book. So. Guys, don't worry. Scandal's Bride is coming. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, so this is Lane. I had this thought while listening to Christmas Carols last night, and I thought it was relevant to our 12 podcasts of Christmas, <laughs> 12 novellas of Christmas. The word naughty yeah. in the context of, like, you're on the naughty list or you're on the nice list. Yes. At some point in the last 10 years or so, I think for me, it has turned over from being a Christmas word about bad children to being exclusively like a sexy, tempting word. Yeah. I, I think that, I think that happened to me and then I think it got back to being a kid because I had a kid. I get that. I just don't know how I could unassociate it <laughs> with like naughty underwear. I mean, I... In everyday use, naughty is like one hundred percent always sexy. I think. Okay. Yeah. Like I think it's only a... relating to to Christmas and when a child says it. So if the word naughty is said to anyone over the age of sixteen, I, I truly think that yes. It's I mean, unless they're very sheltered. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Yeah. I just, I was thinking about that last night because I'm like, you know, singing, I'm a giant Christmas nut, as you may have gotten yeah, from like 12, right? 12 podcasts of Christmas and me like ranking everything by candy canes. But like, I realized listening to songs about the naughty list and like dancing around to my carols in my house, yes. I like cringe a little every yeah. time the word naughty is said because I just keep picturing like agent provocateur. Yes. Yeah. I know. I mean, naughty. Yeah. I mean, I would never say to my child, oh, you've been naughty. <laughs> Like, I would never oh. say that. You know, I would say, you know, you like, that was, don't do that, you know, whatever. But yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't, the only time is, like, in a Christmas song, 
And, like, when a child is singing it, I wouldn't think that. Would you ever say, like, you don't want to be on the naughty list? Probably not. Okay. So, readers, listeners, weigh in. Yeah, let what us do you know. Think what do you think of when of you hear the list? word naughty in my chain smoker voice? <laughs> Have you noticed all those romance novels with men's blank faces and then beards? No. Seriously? Okay, I'm going to show you two. Because I thought they were all from the same series. And then I started looking clo more closely and they are not all from the same series. They're like different series, but they have the same cover. I'm really confused about it. I've noticed there's a couple of trends. Like, I think Twilight and Fifty Shades of Grey launched the single object mm -hmm. on a neutral background trend. Yes. Um, I know there's been a lot lately that's all in grayscale, but the title is written in color. Yes. And like faces are cut out. Yes. That I think is really popular right now. And I haven't been able to tell books apart and what I've already read based on that. That's really hard. I think. And I also think bold color background with black or white font. So like, for example, there's this one called stud muffin by Jiffy Kate. And then there's this one called no whisk, no reward by Ellie K. So different authors. But, but they're both under the, the Smarty series. pants. Yeah. But like, it's, they're different authors, but like the same cover. I hate it. Right. And then also Jiffy Kate. Yeah. It's a name. I guess. Hmm. No. Yeah, I know. It's weird. What? Or like all these, these, this is all the same series too, but it's the same thing. See what I mean? I don't like the silhouettes with just just hair, hair. but especially the beards. I, I just don't get it. I don't either. And I can't tell them apart. But why would you want to? I, I mean, and I've heard this one is really good. I actually just bought one of the books because it was free and I'm going to read it. That's not what bought means. <laughs> I bought it on Kindle. It's not Kindle Unlimited. It means it's mine forever. Okay. So I, I, I took advantage of it. Yeah, I offer. don't know what that whole trope is, but I like I know don't judge a book by its cover, but I would never have picked that up. Yeah, it's really weird, right? I would have assumed it was like a beard grooming kit book. I know. I know. Not my thing. Anyway. Apparently that one though, the one I just mentioned, the beard beard science one. Yeah. Um you can also see it's cross stitch. Right? Apparently yeah. the previous series that leads into this one is all about like knitting people. So you might like it. Okay, cross-stitch is not knitting. No, I know, but I'm just saying, I didn't say that cross-stitch was knitting. <laughs> I said that the, I haven't read it, but I said that the series that leads into this one is about knitters. I did read a romance novel about knitters and it was horrible. I'm sorry. I don't know if it was that, I don't think it was that series because that name doesn't sound familiar, but it was about baked goods and knitting and it was one of the worst things I've ever read. I'm sorry. Maybe I'll make you read it. Okay. And talk about it. We it, can do it if you want. It was very upsetting. Um... You know I'm down. Sounds good. Anything else? So call back to Lady Sherlock. In the Hollow of Fear, we called Bancroft, Mycroft. Oh my God, like the, the whole thing. time. Yeah. But we did realize it by the end. We did realize it. We did fix it by the end, but we didn't go back and like dub over Bancroft. <laughs> oh, but that's, that would have been too much work. That would have been too much. But we're just acknowledging it here. Um, that said, I read so much Sherlock crap. You yeah, know? you really have. I know. I don't know why I'm like so into it, but I am. 
I mean, I've read enough. I've read the originals. I've read the Sherry Thomas series. I've yeah. watched the Sherlock on the yeah. BBC. I got really into them. So then there, there are some that are like literarily respected, like Laurie R. King. She wrote Mary Russell and Sherlock Holmes. Okay. Um, and when I went to see Sherry Thomas, she talked about how she was inspired by Laurie R. King. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. That said, I am not into a story about literally a 30-year age gap romance. Between who? Between Mary Russell and Sherlock Holmes. Oh. Yeah. I read the first one, and I liked it. Um, I got to the end, and there was, like, this very touching scene because he... They meet when she's, like, 14 or 15. Oh, gross. Uh, yeah. And at the end of that book, it's, it's in, it, I read it more as, a, like, a father figure because her parents, she's an orphan. And, and it's 14. Well, by the end of the book, she's 17 or 18. I think she's 18 by the end of the book. Okay. And um, he, like, kisses her on the, head, on the forehead and is like, you know, I love you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, this is, like, nice. And then I was like, before I read any more of these books, I'm just going to double check that that was a fatherly peck on the forehead. And um, it was not. And so I will not be reading more of those books. That said, apparently people are really into them. So check it out if you I want. mean, I'm into forehead kisses. Yeah. I'm not into 30-year age gaps with people that you helped raise. Right. Right. So that was The, the Beekeeper's Apprentice. Um, which I enjoyed. I liked I have it. heard of that and had no idea that was a Sherlock Holmes It book. is a Sherlock Holmes fanfic. Okay. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it. There's also um, the Invisible Library series, which I love. I absolutely love the Invisible Library series. Okay. And there's a Sherlock... It's very lightly influenced. But, for example, the main character is a librarian. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a fantasy series, so librarians are... Library, capital L librarians are different than others. And they choose a name from themselves inspired by literature. The main character's name is Irene. So you, you know, of course, that she loves Sherlock. And then she, she goes, there are alternate universes, there are like parallel universes in this book. She goes to one where there is Lord Vane, Peregrine Vane, who's a private detective. Um, so I do really like those books. Okay. So those are fun. I'll have to check them out. Um, lightly inspired. Uh, and then there is also the WTF, you know, section. So I just read, um, we just, well, I got Kindle Unlimited for a few months. And I was recommended a series called Moriarty's Men. <laughs> which ended up being the weirdest thing ever. It's a modern day paranormal reverse harem retelling. <laughs> That was a lot of words that it's going to take a minute for my brain to put in the appropriate order. Yep. So, it is written in the present tense, and viewpoint characters switch around uh, based on the chapter. And each chapter, the, the top of the chapter says the character's name, and that's how you know whose perspective you're reading. The main character is Gemma Moriarty, who starts a reverse harem relationship with Lestrade, Watson, Holmes, and a demon named Bash. <laughs> I knew you would love it. I will say I did not finish the book, but it was hilarious. How? I. (laughs) Meg, you can try. You have Kindle Unlimited. Look it up. Try it, and you will see why I didn't finish it. But it was definitely really fun for like skimming. 
A demon. Yeah, he's like, a, a, makes the lights flash and stuff. <laughs> you, I'm gonna have a fucking asthma attack, man. <laughs> also, there's like some um, male-male romance in there too because she forces Watson and Sherlock to kiss. Apparently, Watson has had a crush on Sherlock for a really this long time. This is definitely some teenage girls fan fiction. Oh, I know, I know, I know. The plot is 100% secondary to all of the sex scenes. She has sex with every single one of them throughout this book. I think I'd be more traumatized yeah. than anything else, but okay. It's, it's pretty funny. It's so weird. It's so weird. Um, I have read a lot of young adult, too. So there's the Charlotte Holmes series. I know you liked those. They're, those are good. Yeah. They're, they're interesting. They're modern day... Um, boarding school, right? They're in a boarding school in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. And she has, uh, as highly inspired by the first one, she has some drug issues. Mm -hmm. um, they were pretty good. I liked them. I... I my issue with them is that, and my issue with a lot of the Sherlock re, uh, retellings actually is that a lot of the plots are like huge mysteries mm -hmm. and like really serious. Whereas I think the original Sherlock had a lot of like very small day-to-day mm -hmm. -day kind of things. Like my favorite Sherlock Holmes story of all time is when a young woman comes to see Sherlock and Watson and says, I got this really, really great job offer, mm -hmm. but they're asking me to cut my hair. Mm -hmm and wear the clothes that they provide to me. Should I take the job? Mm -hmm. And Sherlock is like, no, you shouldn't take the job. But she does anyway, and then um, things happen. Yeah. But like, that's it. Like her, the question in the story is, should I take this job? Right. It's not uh, more, it, I mean, there's one story in the actual canon that involves Professor Moriarty, mm -hmm. you know? And there are hundreds of stories. So there are hundreds? Dozens, at least. Okay. Like probably, like, probably about a hundred. Okay. A lot of stories. Like they're very short little mm -hmm. stories. One's about someone cheating on an exam at Oxford. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's what I want to read about. And I felt that the Charlotte Holmes young adult series was had a lot of big issues. Like the Moriarty family is out to get the Holmes family. Well, and just to be clear, in the Lady Sherlock series, the main character is Charlotte mm -hmm. Holmes, but the series is called the Lady Sherlock series. Right. The Charlotte Holmes series that Meg is referring to, as she said, as young adult, they're much younger, they're in school, mm -hmm. and it's only a partial gender swap. Watson is still male. Watson is still male. And of course, there's a romance between, between them. them. Right. And um, the first one is called A Study in Charlotte. So, which is a, a cute. Mm -hmm. But I just want to be clear that we're not yes. talking about the Lady Sherlock's. That should be obvious if you yes. listen to our reviews of that. But yeah. And then there's a there's another young adult series, which I really liked, and I think is a true young adult in that there's no romance. Okay. Um, and it's called the Enola Holmes series. It, they center on Enola Holmes. She's a 14-year-old sister of Sherlock and Mycroft. And it's about her making her way in Victorian London. But it's not like super preachy but it, and it does point out a lot of the sexism okay. of the era I really enjoyed them and another thing I liked about them is that they they don't have like this great nemesis it's like the Moriarty family is not out to get whoever she decides to go into business for herself as um, a perditorian so someone who finds lost things and people mm -hmm. which is kind of fun so yeah I enjoyed those and there is an over there's a story arc from the beginning to the end um, Sherlock and Mycroft do make quite a few appearances, um, but I liked it. I liked that one quite How a bit. How many books are in the series? Five, but they're very short. Like okay. 100 pages, 90 oh. to 100 pages each. Wow. So they're, I mean, you can read them very, very quickly, 45 minutes to an hour for each one. Nice. Those I liked. So I will have to check some of those out. So there you go.
Much appreciated. Quick pause. Um, naked lady is in the window. She's currently wearing a shirt, but oh I just, God. I'm, I want you to know it's happening. Okay. And I'm afraid. Okay. Okay. Um, I got it. Oh, I see. Uh huh. <laughs> Sebastian.